Om Sam Sarasvati Naha Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. On page 26 of the Hanuman Puja, we're going to take the Sankalpa. Remember, Sankalpa is a firm definition, a determination, a clear understanding of what is our goal, what are we promising to do, what is our vow, what do we hope to get from it. Of course, this is an abbreviated Sanyasi Sankalpa. And that means, I just want to worship you. I, you know what I need. You know what I deserve. You know, I don't have to say, please protect my, my property and my cash register and my, my wife and my children and my grandchildren and my animals and my, uh, and my fields and, my, and go on and on and on like many Sankalpas do. We just say, here, here I am. This is where I'm at. This is when it's happening. And I just want to worship you. So we're going to take a flower in our left palm. We're going to put some leaves of Tulsi on it. We'll take a little bit of perfume on it. We'll take a bit of sandal paste. You can might even take a few grains of rice, whole rind grains of rice, and a few uh, 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 black sesame seeds, and a little bit of mustard seed. And, and you could take three drops of water and say, the consciousness which pervades all om tat. Sat. Put down your spoon and close that uh, that uh, flower. Presently, da dum da dum. On the planet Earth, the country of America, state of California, in the city of Napa, in the temple of Devi Mandir, the in the, the month of Bhadra, it's the Shukla, the bright fortnight, and it's Purnimam today. It's the full moon. Namaste Satinarayan Bhagavan Ki Jai. And the name of the Sadhu family is Satyananda Gotra. Sri, your name, whatever it may be, Swami Satyananda Saraswati Cha Sri Ma Cha Samasta Pariwar Sahit is performing the worship for the satisfaction of Hanuman by reciting the Hanuman Puja, the Hanuman worship, and offer that flower. May our waking consciousness replace pain and suffering with divinity as also our awareness when asleep. Far extending be our radiant aura of light, filling our minds with light. May that be the firm determination of the consciousness of infinite goodness. Can I have a sankalpa like Shiva has a sankalpa to make my aura of light far extending and radiant and no pain, no suffering. Oh, our consciousness is filled with radiant aura of light. May that goddess who wears the moon of devotion protect the children of devotion. So she's got the moon, which means devotion, and we are the children of devotion. May that goddess of all-pervading knowledge, that Saraswati, protect us. May the energy of the rule of the pure rise up, 
O energy of equilibrium, grant us the highest prosperity. Swa asti, being is my own. Asti is being and swa is my own. So, so the highest prosperity is the realization that I, I belong to me. Om, the ultimate prosperity to us, Swastina Indra, O rule of the pure, who perceives all the changes. We perceive every change, every modification through the eyes, through the perception of purity. The ultimate prosperity to us, searchers for truth, knowers of the universe, the ultimate prosperity to us, O divine being of light, keep us safe. The ultimate prosperity to us, O spirit of all pervading delight, grant that to us. We invoke you with offerings, O Lord of the multitudes. That's Ganapati, that's Ganesh. He got the boon. He's going to be the first one invoked. Hey, we're invoking you. First we started off in Sri Namah. And now we're saying, We invoke you with offerings, O Lord of love. We invoke you with offerings, O guardian of the treasure. Sit within me, <clears throat> sit within me, giving birth to the realm of the gods within me. Yes, giving birth to the realm of the gods within me. You don't have to go far to find the heaven of the gods within me. You'll find the guardians of the treasure, the realm of the gods, giving birth to the realm of the gods. That's the... the purview, the domain, the karma of Ganesh, the Lord of Wisdom, gives birth to the realm of the gods within us. We invoke you with offerings, O Lord of the multitude, seer among seers. You are the rishi of all the rishis. You are the poet of all the poets. You express the sublime and the subtle essence of all the wisdom of the universe. Of unspeakable grandeur, O oh, glorious King, Lord of the knowers of wisdom, come speedily hearing our supplications. Hey, please come speedily and graciously take your seat amidst our assembly. Hey, see, here we are. We're all assembled together. Sangha Chadwang. You come and sit here with us. Uh, the mother of enlightenment, that's Aditi. And the mother of all the Adaityas. Uh, the mother of enlightenment pervades the heavens. The mother of enlightenment pervades the atmosphere. The mother of enlightenment pervades mother and father and child. All gods of the universe are pervaded by the mother. The five forms of living beings, all life. The mother of enlightenment she is to be known. She is all Diti. She is beyond duality. Diti is duality. Doitya is duality. Odoitya is non-duality. Aditi is the mother of all the Adaityas, all the children born of non-duality. You are female, you are male, you are a young boy, you are a young girl. You are the word of praise by which we are singing. In the beginning was the word and here we are singing the word of praise 
<laughs> you are all creation existing as the mouth of the universe. <laughs> you are Bishwamukh. You, everything, all that, every vibration that emanates, every word that is spoken comes from your mouth. Oh, mother of the perceivable universe, mother of the conceivable universe, mother of the universe of the intuitive vision, lead me to that true existence. As excellent crops or grains are harvested, so may I be taken to reside with the infinite consciousness. Take me, I volunteer, cut on the dotted line, take me first. Mother, I wish to give up my ego and my attachments and go to reside with the infinite consciousness. You exist. You are the mother of perceivable existence, conceivable existence, the world of the intuitive experience, the stool surya, the shukshma surya, the karan surya, and beyond. Lead me to that excellent residence of the Lord of infinite consciousness. Peace in the heavens, peace on the earth, peace upwards and permeating the atmosphere, peace upwards over on all sides and further. Peace to us, peace to all vegetation, peace to all that has form, peace to all causes and effects, peace to all existence, peace to all intensities of reality, including all and everything. Peace be to us. Let the earth be at peace, the atmosphere be at peace, the heavens be filled with peace, even further may peace extend. Peace be to waters, peace to all vegetation, peace to all gods of the universe, peace to all gods within us, peace to creative consciousness, peace be to brilliant light, peace to all, peace to everything, peace, peace, altogether, peace, Equally, peace by means of peace. And thus, by means of peace, altogether one with the means of peace, ignorance is eliminated, violence is eradicated, improper conduct is eradicated, confusion, sin is eradicated, all that is, is at peace. All that is perceived, each and everything, all together for us. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Om Shanti. Peace, peace, peace. On every level of perception, the three worlds are filled with peace. All together, one with the millions of peace. All, peace upwards, over, on all sides, and further. Shanti, Shanti. And now we're going to worship Ganesh. Remember, Ganesh had won the boon. He would be the first one worshipped. He was the first one worshipped in the first mantra. And then he was the first one worshipped after we took the Sankalpa. And now that we're ready to begin our worship, he's the first one to be worshipped. Om Tat Purushaya Bhidmahe Bhakratundaya Dimeke Tanodanti prachodoya, 
blood. Only meditate upon that perfect consciousness. Contemplate the one with the broken tooth or the bent tusk or any way you want to call it. May that one with the great tusk grant us increase. Om, with the ascended flowers, oh I bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. He has a beautiful face with only one tooth or tusk. Of red color with elephant ears, he hears everything. Nothing escapes him with a big belly and a great tooth. He destroys all obstacles. He is the remover of obstacles. With a gray banner, the living spirit of the multitudes having the moon on his forehead with an elephant's face, whoever will recite or listen to these 12 names at the time of commencing studies, getting married, or upon entering or leaving any place on a battlefield of war or in any difficulty will overcome all adversity, all obstacles. Wearing a white cloth, the goddess, the color of the moon, and four arms, that most pleasing countenance is meditated upon, who gives peace to all difficulties. For gaining the desired objective, or for the attainment of perfection, for gaining the desired objective, whatever it is your objective, whatever is your goal, whatever is your lecture, we just published another list of, of a template how to establish and define your goals who for gaining the desired objective for for attainment of perfection he is worshipped by the forces of union and the forces of division the suras and the asuras the gods of the de demons alike he takes away all difficulties and therefore we bow down in reverence to the lord and the multitudes Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha. Om, we bow to the Lord of Wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. And now we've got a proclamation of merits and eternal blessings. It's called the Punya Havachan. The Vachan is the, the, the proclamation, Havachan, and the Punya are the merits. Very good. And the swasti vachan are the words of peace, are the words of blessings. Swasti, we just spoke about, being is my own. It's the ultimate prosperity, the highest blessing. Om, peace be unto you. Om, increase or nourishment be unto you. Om, satisfaction be unto you. Om, positive change be unto you. Om, freedom from obstacles be unto you. Om, life be unto you. Om, freedom from disease be unto you. Om, consciousness of infinite goodness be unto you. Om, consciousness of infinite goodness in all action be unto you. Om, progress or increase be unto you. In all action be unto you. Om, progress and increase in all ways of truth, in all dharmic Methods be unto you, aspiring for the highest ideal of perfection. Progress and increase be unto you. Own progress or increase in all knowledge be unto you. Own progress or increase in scriptures be unto you. Own progress or increase in wealth and grains be unto you. May your beloved deity be your wealth. 
pretty clear definition. May your beloved deity be your wealth. May you remain safe and secure without any fear. Oh, may sin, sickness, impurity, and that which is not conducive unto welfare leave from you. Bottle, get out. You're no longer needed here. All negativities disperse. the bliss of supreme divinity, the highest pleasure, the only image of wisdom, beyond all changes, the pure perception through the ether, the highest goal of all principles. One, eternal, pure, unmovable, the witness of the minds of all beings, Beyond all attitudes, beyond the three gunas, I bow to she who is the true guru. Sadguru tam namami. And various flowers such as malika and others of excellent scent are being offered to you, our Lord. All these flowers have come from the devotion of our hearts for your worship. Be pleased to accept them. How we begin the worship of the Guru. We worship Ganesh and now we're going to worship the Guru. Om Spirit of the Forest, from you is produced the most excellent of scents, the scent most pleasing to all the gods, that scent we request you to accept with the offering of fragrant scent. Om, we bow to the respected guru, the Maribhuvar of darkness. The guru shows the universality of the entire creation, which is distinguished by movable and non-movable objects. Therefore, we bow down to the respected guru. The eyes which were closed by the darkness of ignorance are opened by the collyrium stick of wisdom. It's like your, your collyrium is like the, the eyeshadow that you put on your eyes. It's a cudgel that you apply to your eyes. And therefore, we bow down to the respected guru. The guru is Brahma. The guru is Vishnu. The Guru is the Lord Maheshwara. The Guru is actually Guru Sakshaparabrahma. The Guru is actually the Supreme Divinity and therefore we bow down to the Guru. And now we're going to sing a hymn or a song. So we've got a, a, a meditation, we've got an offering, we've got the Mool Mantra, the Bij Mantra, and now we're going to sing a song, Bhava Sagar. This is a song, the Guru Vandana is often called. It's the praise of the Guru. You show the way of crossing over the ocean of existence, cutting asunder the bondage of the bliss of the light of wisdom. You set free that bliss. That light of wisdom, you cut asunder all the bonds which bind it, which hold it down. Granting refuge for the purity of mind, O Divine Guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. In the center of the heart, your light destroys darkness. You are Vishnu, Prajapati Brahma, Shiva Shankar. You are greater than the greatest, the highest knowledge. O oh, Divine Guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. You are a goad to the discipline, the changing mind. 
to take from man all obstacles to divine sight. You always extol the divine qualities of the shining ones. O divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. You awaken the sleeping kundalini energy. We remember the kundalini is, is poetically described as sleeping in the muladhara, and we wake it up and it comes right up through the shushuna, pierces all the chakras, comes right to the sahasrara, and comes out and wakes up the entire consciousness of the meditating muni the meditating devotee. But actually, the kundalini never sleeps. It only sleeps in a corpse. So we call it sleeping kundalini, but we're really waking up the consciousness to be able to perceive the kundalini. You cut the knots which entangle the heart, all the grantis. You just cut and let that kundalini rise. Turn the night of confusion into the day of knowledge the darkness of ignorance into the illumination of wisdom. Oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. Your gracious glance purifies all limitations. You are the giver of the blessings of comfort and peace. For those who recite your name, you remove the three kinds of afflictions. Oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. Now we've got three kinds of afflictions. We've got the gross body, the subtle body, the causal body. We have afflictions in our mind, in our body, in our soul. We have afflictions in various kinds of the threes. All the threes describe the various kinds of attitudes which are afflictions to us. Oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. You crush the rise of possessiveness, attachments, and protect us from that which would slay the soul, egotism. You give pure devotion to free consciousness from the bondage of the forces of doubt. O oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. Therefore, the aspirants to divinity always recite your pure name, guru. As you are like the Lord offering purity to men or mankind, your greatness is perceivable only by minds that are pure. Oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. Victory to the true guru who destroys the diseases of worldly bondage leading the humans to supreme divinity so that our mind can remain at your respected lotus feet. O oh, divine guru, be compassionate and illuminate the darkness. And now we're going to establish the yantra upon which we'll put the water pot, in which we'll put the water which we'll use for the purification of all the items and objects and even the worshiper herself. So we're going to draw the bindu, one point in the middle of which, uh, of an equilateral triangle, we'll draw a circle touching three corners of the triangle, and we'll draw a square touching the four sides of the circle, and we'll offer some rice on that yantra, and we'll say, Om Madara Shakti. 
Taino, we bow to the primal energy. Om, we bow to the support of the earth. Om, we bow to infinity. Om, we bow to the earth. And now we're going to take our water vessel and we'll say, be still in the gross body, be still in the subtle body, be still in the causal body. Purify, stung, sting, steal, baba. Now we're going to fill that water pot with water from our water source. Om the Ganges, Jamuna, Godavari, Saraswati, Narada, Sindhu, Kaveri. These waters are mingled together. And the Ganges is the Ira. The Jamuna is the Pingala. The other five rivers are the five senses and the land of the seven rivers that's in the body as well as in the land apart, the land where the light of wisdom always shines. Offer some leaves of Tulsi into the water. Om Eng Ring Kling Shring Vrindavan Vathinya Swaha. Wisdom. All means creation, the, the very beginning of creation. I, or E, is uh, uh, the causal body. Anuswar is the perfection, the perfection of the causal body in the, in the first instance of creation is the ultimate wisdom, and this is aim. A plus E is I. And that aim becomes the the seed mantra, the bij mantra of Guru, the bij mantra of Saraswati, the bij mantra of wisdom. Om Eng Ring Kling Shring. Ring is all of Maya, which can be perceived in the senses, conceived in the mind, and known through intuition and meditation. And beyond the perfection, clean cause the cause, laws manifested existence. Uh, e is uh, the causal body, and as far as perfection, the cause of manifested existence, dissolving into perfection in the causal body. Shrim Sha is Shanti Ra is the mind. E is your heart, or the Anaswar is the perfection of peace in your mind and your heart. Om Eng Ring Kling Shring Brindavan. Brinda means delight. Amanda Vasinyai Shiyu Tu she who resides in the garden of delight in Brindavan. Swaha Swa is my own and Ha is God. God is my own. I am one with God. Om wisdom Maya increase to she who resides in Vrindavan. I am one with God. Offer three flowers into the water pot with the mantras. With these scented flowers, Om Ah, we bow to the twelve aspects of the realm of the sun. Tapini tapini, Dumra Marichi, Dwalini Ruchi, Sudumra Bogda, Bishwa, Bodini, Darini, Shama, containing heat, emanating heat. Smoky, ray-producing, burning, lustrous, purple or smoky red, granting enjoyment universal, which makes known, productive of consciousness, which supports, which forgives. And with these ended flowers, om, ooh, ah, ooh, and the last one is ma, om, ooh, we bow to the 16 aspects of the realm of the moon, amrita, pranada, pusha, tushti, pushti, rati, dritti, sashini, chandrika, kanti, jojna, sri, priti, ongada, purna, purnamrita, nectar, which sustains life.
which supports, which satisfies, nourishing, playful constancy, unfailing, the producer of joy, beauty enhanced by love, light, grantor of prosperity, affectionate, purifying the body, complete and full of bliss. With these scented flowers, the three flowers that we put into the, the water pot, the moon, the sun, and the fire. And then, Dumra, Archi, Twalini, Shukshma, Twalini, Bishpulingini, Sushri, Shurupa, Kapila, Hapya Kapyaba. Smoky red, flaming, shining, subtle, burning, sparkling, beautiful, well formed, Tony, the messenger to gods and ancestors. We make all of our offerings in the fire, send it to the gods, send it to the ancestors. And now we're going to wave our hands in the Matsya Mudra. That's the mudra of the fish. Yeah. And the Dainu Mudra, which is... Uh, 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 the, the Daini Mudra is the Ankush Mudra. Uh, I'm sorry, the Dainu Mudra is the Amritikaran Mudra. And the Ankush Mudra, uh, chanting the mantra, Om Ganges Jamana Godavari. Saraswati Narmada Sindhu Kaveri. These waters are mingled together. And with these three mudras over the water pot, we're going to sing Hanuman's mantra, his Mool mantra ten times Om Hung Hanumate Rudratmakaya Hung Fat Swaha. Om, we bow to the highest principle, to Hanuman, the manifestation of the reliever of sufferings, Asru Triate, he takes away all the tears. Hum, cut the ego, fat, purify, swaha, I am one with God. And we're going to offer some drops of water over all the offerings which we will offer, including the worshiper herself. Amritam Kuru Swaha, make this immortal nectar, make this immortal nectar, I am one with God. And now we're going to make pure the flowers, we're going to use the Prarthana Mudra, and we're going to say, Om Pushpa Pushpa Maha Pushpa Su Pushpa Su Pushpa Samba Bay. And then we're going to use the Dainu Mudra again, Amriti Karan Mudra, the cause of the nectar of immortal bliss. Pushpa Chayaba Karnacha Hum Patswa Om Flowers, flowers, oh great flowers, excellent flowers, flowers in heaps and scattered about. Cut the ego, purify. I am one with God. Wash your hand with a flower. And put the flower down. Oh, wisdom, the divine fire with the weapon. Purify. And now we'll offer various flowers with the, these mantras, with these scented flowers. Oh, I bow to she who tears apart thought. With these scented flowers, oh, my bow to the reliever of difficulties. 
trees. With these scented flowers, oh, my bow to she was beyond time. Also the goddess who takes away the darkness. With these scented flowers, oh, shrim, I bowed to the goddess of true wealth. My luxury, my goal, my values, my what I hold dear to me. Oh, with these scented flowers, oh, my bow to the spirit of all pervading knowledge. With these scented flowers, oh, my bow to the creative consciousness. With these scented flowers, oh, my bow to the consciousness which pervades all. With these scented flowers, oh, my bow to the consciousness of infinite goodness. With these scented flowers, oh, we bow to the highest principle to Hanuman. The manifestation of the reliever of sufferings. Cut the ego, purify. I am one with God. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Namaste. Before we get to the worship of Hanuman and Ram and Shiva and Vishnu and Durga, let's stop right here and see if there are any questions so far. We have a question from Ambika. Namaste Ambika. Why do we offer rice to the yantra and flowers at so many other times? What is the difference in the symbolism and the difference in the items being offered? Well, each one has its own bhava, its own character, its own uh, definition. Of course, the flowers, all of them are placeholders. They are offering the bhavana. They're offering the feeling. However, there's certain, uh, when we offer rice, we're offering the grains which nourish life. Uh, we're offering the substance of life. We offer flowers, we're offering the beauty of life. All of it together makes a picture. It draws a yantra. It draws, uh, it's a definition of the beautiful expression of my love for God. We're taking poetry, art, music, chanting, pranayama, mixing it with yoga, philosophy, and then all the aspects of Sanskrit, and we're tantrics. We're weaving all of this together and synthesizing all of this knowledge into the most beautiful expression, satyam. Sivam Shundaram. Truth, consciousness, beauty, they all come into harmony in the expression of our worship. So when we offer grains of rice, we're offering nourishment and sustenance and the substance of life. When we offer flowers, we're offering beauty and the poetry and the love and the expression of our sense of privilege to be able to worship. I'm sorry, you'll have to say that again. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. Why so many names? Oh, we have, we have a, a, a 12 aspects of the sun, 16 aspects of the moon, and 10 aspects of the fire. And they correspond to the 16 vowels, uh, the 12 uh, uh, deities which stay in the Anahat, and the 10 which stay in the Monipur. Uh, they correspond to the, the sun, the moon, and the fire are the three eyes of consciousness. And these various aspects of the moon, they are the digits of the moon. 
There are uh, uh, 16 digits of the moon. There are 12 uh, aspects of rays of light which come from the sun. There are 10 different kinds of rays that come from the, the fire. So these are the, the, uh, what they stand for. Now, they are described in various ways. Tapini, Tapini, Dumra, Marichi. These are the, the various uh, forms, uh, the, the, the 12 uh, uh, aspects of the sun, Arkamandala. The, the sun has a mandala, the, the entourage of the sun, the mandala which surrounds the sun. Uh, and that is, uh, Arka is the name of, of Surya. And so when Arka has 12, uh, the, the mandali of Arka, of, of the sun, is divided into 12 different kinds of expressions of the illumination of wisdom. So the moon has 16. Uh, Soma or Surya or Chandra. Soma is Chandra. Uh, and Chandra Mandala Shorash Kalatmaninamo. There is these are Kalat uh, uh, Kalatma. Uh, these are Upadis, attributes. Huh? These are the attributes of the Mandala, of the entourage of the moon, and the attributes of the entourage of the fire. And that's what they stand for. Just like if someone, any devotee, invites Srima to dinner, you better know that she's going to come along with Parvati and Gautam and Adaitya and John, and even Swami will show up, and she has so many... Uh, 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 Antras. <laughs> yes, she does. We're all come. Wherever we go, they only invite Srima. <laughs> and how many, we pull up in five cars in a caravan, <laughs> and all the devotees come pouring out. And they, well, I invited Srima for dinner. <laughs> Comes with the territory. That's what they re reflect. Okay. Please. Are the verses of many of the songs we sing also mantras? Many of them are also mantras. Some of them are just plain poems. Many of them have different chandos. They have different meters. For example, Baba Sagar can be sung as a song. Uh, here we are on page 40. Baba Sagar Taranakaranake Robinondanabandanakandanake that's as a song, not as it's supposed to be sung, but as the best that Swami can do. Now, you can also sing it as a mantra. Now, there are many, many ways to express them as songs or as mantras, as, as stutis. Uh, you, you can call them any way you want and express them according to your time and place and circumstances. It, it's the same information communicated in a different attitude. So the kalatma, the, the soul of the attribute which you are expressing, changes according to what you want to express. 
If you're going to a party, then everybody wants to sing with you, so you'll sing it as a song. Everyone can join. If you're doing it on your own, you want to be, uh, you, you just get into your own bhavana. You can chant it, you can sing it, you can speak it, you can think it. It just becomes your own. We have a question from Joshua. Namaste, Joshua. Pranam, why do we worship the Guru in this puja and not most other pujas? And as a follow-up, does worshiping the Guru bring attention, the attention of the Guru upon us? And if so, does it do so more than worshiping the gods and goddesses? Well, now, what we were describing from our beginning, this is an intermediate puja. So we started off with a beginner's puja, where we did beginner's Shiva puja, we just worshipped Shiva, and then we put, well, we worshipped little Ganesh, and we said, Om Guru Bey Namaha Namaste, and, but now we're going to expand our worship. And we're going to take all those beginner pujas and sew them together into a bigger puja, which we've got Ganesh, and now we've got the Guru, and then we're going to Hanuman, and then we're going to Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, and, and we'll go, we're going to expand the, the length of our worship. And that's the lesson that I'm hoping to communicate to you in this class, is how are we weaving together these various beginner's pujas into an intermediate puja. And how we're going to take the intermediate puja and add extra vidis into it and make it into an advanced puja. And pretty soon you go to the Maha puja, which is a, a postdoc puja, and you've got a puja that lasts all day long. In fact, it will last all life long. So the reason is not any particular philosophical reason. We're just expanding. You could put the Guru Puja with the Shiva Puja. You could put the Guru Puja with the Durga Puja and the Shiva Puja. And you can put the Ganesh Puja with them all. And you can expand and expand and expand. Each one of these Pujas is modular. You can just take the module and put it into the next Puja. Or you can take other modules and put it into this puja. And that's the purpose of showing you the design, the architecture of puja. To empower you, Joshua, so that you can go into any circumstance, any temple, in any location, anywhere in the world, and you'll be free to express what is appropriate for that temple. What is appropriate for those devotees. You walk into someone's house, they have a temple or shrine to Krishna, you'll know just which mantras are appropriate. If they have a shrine for Durga, you'll know just which mantras are appropriate. If they can sit for five minutes, you'll know how to cut it down. If they can sit for five hours, you'll know how to expand it. In every way, we're just trying to give you the, the architecture, the, the engineering. Swarup, will you help me out here? We're going to show you how we engineer a puja and you divide, de design it on the fly so that you get to improvise and you, you can choose all the modules that are appropriate for this time, place, and circumstance. Look at your clock. How much time do I have to spend? I can sit for one hour before I have to leave for work. Okay, what do I want to put into that one hour? I'm in a temple of, of uh, Ganesh. What do I want to put into that temple, into that worship? I'm in a temple of Ramakrishna. What do I want to put into that worship? I'm in a temple of Srima. What do I want to express in that worship? And so there's no exclusivity. It's an inclusion.
And we're trying to empower you to include as much as you can and learn how to stitch it together. As a follow-up, Joshua also asks, where's a good place to put this in other pujas, such as beginner Shiva puja? The there is no good place. You put the Shiva beginners into the intermediate puja. You don't put the intermediate puja into a beginner's puja. He means the worship of the guru. You could put it after Shiva's worship. Or you could put it before. You could put it after Ganesha's worship. And Shiva is the guru of all the gurus. So by worshipping Shiva, you're worshipping the guru. By worshipping Shiva and the guru, you're worshipping them both. You're showing respect all along the lineage, every step of the way. I bow to my guru, I bow to my guru's guru, I bow to the guru's guru's guru, I bow to the Adi guru, Parameshti guru, I bow to the first guru, that's Lord Shiva. I bow to Ganesh, the Lord of Wisdom. You're, you're, you want to do it all, Joshua. To the extent of your capacity, you want to do it all. We have a question from Kamala Ma. Namaste, Kamala Ma. The other day you were answering Ambika's question about the benefits of chanting loudly and increasing the number of verses to the breath. How does this work to take us into the intuitive meaning of what we're chanting? Well, of course, there's a Vachak Shakti and a Voikotic Shakti. In every mantra, there are two sources of energy. There's a vachak, which is an intellectual definition of what it is we're saying, and there's a vachak, what does it feel like when we're saying it. When you sit in the asana and do the mudra and do the pranayama and pronounce the mantra with such bhavana, which felt such feeling, with such intensity of reality that this is my truth, then you get a certain illumination. You feel the mantra, you feel the reality, you feel the validity more than you think it through. And so the longer, the faster, the, the more intense, the greater the breath, the greater the expression, the more energy you put into it, the more dynamism you feel, the greater the intensity of reality. It's what we call Vyakulata. Vyakulata is that sincerity, that focus, that attentiveness, that uh, intensity of really, really intense state of reality is I can't think of anything else. It's the difference between a limp handshake and a firm handshake. When you grip someone's hand and you know you've been gripped, then you, you feel there's a solidity, there's a sincerity there. Where you come in and they're kind of lukewarm and they kind of pass and touch your hand and move to the side and stay away and keep their distance. You, you kind of question, what is the intensity of this relationship? How are we going to cultivate that communion, that community spirit between us all? So that's why we want to increase the bhavana, we want to increase the intensity of reality, we want to increase the sincerity, we want to increase the, the intensity of devotion. So that we focus and pay attention. We, we actually love so much that we pay attention and we do it fully and completely and perfectly. We have a question from Swarupananda. Yes, please, Swarupananda. Pranam. We add the mantra of the divine fire right after purifying the flowers. Are mantras of the divine fire used for purification just as Vishnu's are in Karashuddhi? 
Uh, in Karashuti, we're, uh, it's, uh, yes, we're purifying our hands. So we're, we're you, uh, Ram is the, uh, the Bij mantra of Agni. Agni is the fire. He is the purifier. What do you do to take out all your impurities? You cook them. You put them in the fire. You take uh, uh, all the, what do you do to your food? You cook the food so that it doesn't have any more impurities. Tastes better too. But when you cook it, uh, then it, it removes all the impurities. So here we're taking the, we're calling upon wisdom, the divine fire. This is our weapon with which we purify fire. So that's uh, how we wash our hands with the flour. It feels good. It feels good. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Ma. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia, Ma. Pranam, back to the aspects of the sun, moon, and the fire. Yes, please. Since there is a lot of translation with this, and I want to absorb this, is it okay to just envision these divine aspects while enkindling the light within us? Absolutely. Absolutely, is you can take as much time as you like and spend in putting your flowers into the water pot and put one flower in the water pot and sit down and rehearse and recite the 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 twelve names of the digits of the sun, the sixteen names of the digits of the moon, the ten names of the digits of the fire, and then you can envision each one individually. Also, you're going to have this these three mantras come again. And again, they come in the antra. Mandar shakta kinu kermayan, mumnam tayan, mum pretivya kinu, um, arkabandalayan, twadashkalatmanema, um, samamandalay, shoraskalatmanema, mambani mandalay, dashkalatmanema. You'll also come, not in the, only in the, this yantra, but they'll come in the outside yantra, they'll come in the hand, the yantra that you establish outside, they'll come in the yantra that you put the fire on. They are intrinsic to the center of being and they reflect the kamkala, the equilateral triangle which is in the center of all of our being. So these are the three points of the kamkala. Yes, you can be envision them, you can visualize each one, you can call out their names and remember their names. Absolutely. Do you have a question from Ambika? Namaste Ambika! If we want to be sure our family gets the benefits of the puja, what must we do before, during, after the puja to be sure they get the blessings as well? In the beginning, before the puja, you must make the intention, I am sitting here doing worship on behalf of my family. So you could say, uh, 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 Sri uh, Ambika Ma Krithoitat with my family. I am doing this worship with my family. Uh, on behalf of my family. Pariwarstahit. Uh, then, uh, then uh, so you have the first the intention, the second the definition in the uh, sankalpa, and then third comes uh, the uh, blessings 
at the end you'll give to your family. Either you'll give, if they're physically present, you can raise your hands and touch their heads and sprinkle water over them and go shanti, 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 or you can mentally just communicate to them peace, peace, peace. We have a question from Joshua. Namaste, Joshua. How do we pay better attention? By falling in love. <laughs> you won't pay attention until you're in love. Now, if you love a little bit, you'll pay a little bit of attention. And if you really love hook, line, and sinker, then you'll focus your attention to the exclusion of delusion. You won't have a wandering mind when you're in love. You won't notice the passage of time. You'll just get, you could do it all night long and you go out and find your beloved and you stay with her all the time. And at least in your mind, you do whatever you do for your beloved because you're in love. And if you're not in love, then get yourself there. Find what makes you in love and makes you a lover and express your love because you don't pay attention without without devotion. You pay as much attention as you have devotion. You don't have devotion unless you're in love with it, whatever it is that you're devoted to. So if you're not paying attention, it means you're not in love. Stop! Stop whatever you're doing. It's not worth a damn. Forget about it. First thing you got to do is put yourself in a state of love. All you need is love. What do you, why do you want to do what you're doing? What's it for? Why are you trying to force yourself into this mold to become something that you're not in love with? Make yourself a lover. And then go ahead and do what you're going to do. You don't say, I got to do it. Yeah, I mean, you're accepting life imposed upon you by other people's definitions. If you don't have a plan of your own, you will fit into someone else's plan. And if you fit into someone else's plan, you can't say at the end, oh, gee, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. I had to do what they told me to do. So if you want to get, if you want to pay attention, you got to fall in love and do your plan. You got to make your plan. You can't say, well, I'm not inspired. I know nothing turns me on. I'm not going to do anything. That's not going to work. You got to figure out what it is that you want to do and why it is you want to do it and where can you do it the best and who's the example of who's got it together the best way. I'm going to follow that example. That's my love affair. Now, you make one decision and go to work. Don't keep saying, oh, did I make the right decision? Maybe I should go to this guru. Maybe I should go to that guru. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should go to fall in love with that girl or that girl or the other thing or something else. Uh, you, you, this chummer mind. We want to give it up. Okay, figure out what you want to do. Forget, get one clear definition. Make a commitment. Make a definition. Make a plan. And then stick to the plan. I'm in love with the plan. I mean, I got a plan. I wrote it down. It's my plan. It's not his plan. She didn't tell me to do it. I'm doing it on my own. Now I got to do it. What should I going to sit around and say, well, was it really a good plan? I'm going to do it the best I can and I'll tweak it and twerk it and 
make it work as best as I can, but it's it's my it's got to be your plan. It's got to be I've got to have ownership of it. I've got to buy into it. And when I buy into it and it's mine, I'm in love with it. I can feel it. It's mine. It's what I want to do. It's the natural expression of my highest capacities. It's going to bring me to where I want to be. Then I'm going to say, okay, enough of thinking about should I or should I not. I've already signed on the plan. <laughs> now it's what's the next step? And quit messing around. Quit wasting time. And that's how you pay attention. You fall in love and make a plan. How do I make that love manifest? You should make some kind of injection to get your fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> An injection, a love injection. Mother, you, you are the master of all, all, all innovation. A love injection. Oh, the, master, the mistress of innovation is the love injection. Thank you, Mom. I think a lot of people try to take a pill, what they call it, ecstasy, but it only lasts for a, a couple of hours, and then, then they fall out of love when the pill wears off. Really? Yeah. We, we got to make a permanent love injection. Okay, Mom. Yesterday you were saying that Hanuman was mischievous as a child. He was. He's the representative of pure devotion. Why was he so mischievous? Oh, it's fun. Krishna had fun too. He was mischievous too, and he was the manifestation of the doer of all. And he had all fun. Kibotin? He was a naughty. Naughty, yeah. Nutcutter. They were both they were both badmash. Ah, they, they were always causing uh, funny things and fun things for all the sadhus. Everybody loved them. And they, they'd get mad at his mischief and then they'd laugh. And they blessed him and they cursed him and they blessed him again. And every time he got a curse, it turned out to be another blessing. Every curse that Hanuman got, Nal and Neil were cursed that they used to steal the, the, all the things, all the belongings from the sadhus and throw them into the river. And the sadhu got so mad, he said, what are you doing? I'm meditating here and you're stealing my water pot, you throw it in the river, you steal my asan, my stick, my dunda, you steal all my stuff and throw it in the river. You think that's funny? I curse you. Everything you throw in the river will float. <laughs> it will never sink. Uh, so they started playing and throwing things in the river. Nothing sank. They said, well, this is no fun. <laughs> Everything stays on top. Then they went with uh, uh, Ram to Lanka, and they got to the edge of the ocean, and they said, how are we going to cross the ocean? And Vibhishan said, you got to build a bridge. And Ram said, how do you build a bridge? And then Nal and Neil said, well, you know, we got the curse that anything we throw in the water was going to float. So you bring us rocks and trees and whatever you can find, and we'll throw it in the water, and it'll all float. We'll make a bridge. And they made a bridge to Lanka. And the curse became a blessing. And that was the way that, they, they, that Ram was able to defeat Robin because of the curse of Nal and Neil. 
Hanuman too was cursed many times in his mischievous childhood. And every one of the curses turned out to be a boon. So please don't, don't think of why he was such a mischievous child. Uh, he, he, he jumped up and ate the sun. <laughs> And he, 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 the, the world was plunged into darkness. And everyone said, Hanuman, stop it. You got to have the sun go around the earth or the earth will get cold and there will be always night on that side and always day on this side. And no one can make yagyas and time will stop and everything will, uh, there'll be no procreation and the, the uh, creation will stop. Hanuman said, I'm not going to, I'm not letting the, the earth go. And then Indra came and threw his thunderbolt. Hanuman fell down. He, he hit himself on the chin. He became Hanuman, the man with the big chin. Uh, Hanu is chin. Om Hanu, 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 Manta, Hanamta. And also he was the incarnation of Shiva. He was the incarnation of Shiva. We have a question from Swarupananda. Namaste, Swarup. Namaste. Who or what is Malika? Malika is a flower. It's a type of flower. Malika di. Malika and other flowers. Sugandini with beautiful fragrance. Mayaritani Pujartam from my the greatest delight for your pleasure. Pushpani Prathigrihatam, please accept these flowers. I'm giving them to you from my devotion of my heart for your pleasure, for your enjoyment. Malika is a flower. It's a little white flower with five stars, with five petals, and they're all white and they spread out. And it is very fragrant. I don't know what it's called in jasmine. English. Huh? Jasmine? It is jasmine. Yeah, it's a kind of jasmine. Yeah, very, very close. Go ahead. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia Ma. Um, again about the fire, the moon, and the sun. Yes, please. Are these mantras about her divine fire or light within us? Well, there's only one sun and the moon and the fire, and it's the three eyes of God, and it's the three, three eyes within us. It's the, the kamkala, all of the areas within our heart, a-uma. It's the, the, the om that is the center of the universe. It's both within the worshiper and outside the worshiper. She is everywhere. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Namaste.